0: Well, I was going to say some things anyway. Um, We're going to sing, He Leadeth Me. And one of the blessings of the Lord is that he leads us knowing better what we need than we know for ourselves. And this is very true in regards to wives and mothers. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Uh and to those who are young living with your moms, uh boys and girls, uh I heard of an interview with Lecrae. How many how many know who Lecrae is? I mean, he's a young rapper. And um he was asked, What advice would you give uh to young people today? He said he thought a minute. he said, you know, listen to your mom. She was so right. <sighs> I learned something new this week about the Hebrew word for an excellent wife. I can't remember the Hebrew word, but this is what it means. They translated excellent twice, but a lot of times it translated army, and it means a force so i want to encourage you moms when it feels like a battle to continue to be that force it's good for them it's good for them amen and wait on the lord for the rest of us to catch on so this was my gift and my excellent wife who is a force in our family believe me <laughs>
1: okay. He leadeth me, O oh blessed thought, O oh, words with heavenly comfort from. Still tis God's hand that leadeth leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me. By his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would for by his hand he leadeth me. Sometimes mid scenes of deepest gloom, sometimes where Eden's flowers bloom, by water still or troubled sea, still tis his hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, by his i oh, uh, uh. Faithful follower, I would be for by his hand he leadeth me. And when my task on earth is done, when by thy grace the victory's won. I will not flee, since God through Jordan leadeth me.
2: Saint said, "Amen." But well, thank you, Hamlets, for sharing with us. It kind of flows with what we want to say this morning. The text that we are coming into is much broader than what I'm sharing this morning. You know, you know the story, but as I was. Um, but as I was doing the text, um, it's, it's more than what we're addressing. Um, but since it's Mother's Day, we'll go from that angle. But whenever you go to a, a, a movie, or whatever the case may be, there's a number of angles that you see it. And, um, and when the Lord showed me this other angle, I said, wow. Um, well, now I'll quit talking. Let's bow in wood word prayer. Lord, thank you for this time as we come um, to the message for this morning Uh, We just pray that you will lead and guide us, and may you be glorified in the the whole process. Thank you for our time together. Thank you, Lord, for helping me to understand about this whole idea of Mother's Day. And sometimes in the course of doing that, sometimes we forget one significant thing that we need to address this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the saints said. Amen. Well, as we uh, come this morning, then we uh, we're coming into the text of King seventeen verses one, verse King seventeen one through twenty four. Mama has issues, and uh, you know they always say the hook, you know, get their attention. What do you mean, by mama has issues? Well, we just want to deal with that subject because uh, a lot of times we say Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day. But I think that we should go a little bit deeper than that, okay? And so our key verse, um, what's going to happen is that we're going to go to the last verse first. And the last verse, let's read that together. And it says, And said to Elijah, Now I know this, that you are a man of God, and that the word of Jehovah in your mouth is true. Here I'm using the modern King James Version. Uh, one of these times we'll go over the different versions and why they're there and why they're broken down and why they use such, such, such. But I'm using the modern King James Version for clarity. So, um, so we, we move to that. And so in our introduction, Mother's Day is a day that should be given the highest respect and deepest appreciation. It focuses on all that the mother produces for the household. A friendship, soulmate, and uh, a uh, huge asset to her husband. Then you see a procreator of generations. A stabilizing and emotional influence on a household. Whenever a child or someone get hurt, they, don't, they usually don't run to daddy. Who do they run to? Because if you run to daddy, he's going to say, what happened? And, uh, and the child said, I'm running down the street, and I feel I hurt myself. And they said, well, don't run down the street anymore. See, he's a problem solver. You go to him, he's going to solve your problem. So the child says, let me go to mama. And so the child goes to mama and says, poor baby, let me you. hurt yourself. And he said, okay, poor, poor baby, hurt yourself. I'm going to mama for a I'm not going to go to daddy anymore because I know I can go to mama. That's mama. That's mama. This, this morning, that's what we wanted to deal with is mama. But I want you to understand something in the course of it. There are three snapshots that uh, we're going to go from this this morning. Uh, I'm I'm tempted because of the the lack of time, but there's three other chap- uh, snapshots. You're going to see the mission, uh, then you're going to see uh, uh, the mother, and then you're going to see the miracle. Um, and so we're going to walk through through that. And so let's get, get started. But then she's the organizer and keeper of the home. Uh that's, that's, that, that's the norm, you know, that's the biblical perspective. Uh, and then we move to this. Uh, a fact to consider. What has not been adequately addressed in making up of a mother is her personalhood, her need for acknowledgement, affection, approval, attention. Who is she? Who she is apart from her functions in the home. Sometimes we say Happy Mother's Day and everything else, and at the Mother's Day, you know, do you know sometimes what mothers have to go through at the raising the children and everything else—the anguish of heart. They can talk to another mother about it, but uh, talking to a man about no—they have to talk to another mother who's going through it. And the, they, those quiet moments when they're frustrated with the husband and frustrated with the children, and and they and they don't have the me time. They still had to be all of these other things that they had to put on the, the, the superwoman uh, uh yeah, but she had to be all of these things and she's and then on one day they say Mother Day take her out to dinner and then they have a Mother's Day pre- present. Oh guess what? It's a vacuum cleaner, it's a new vacuum cleaner. Yes sir mama, you could you could push the vacuum cleaner better with this one. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna get you a robo vacuum cleaner, mama. that way because I know you be a good mama because you're gonna do gonna clean those floors, mama. Thank you, Mama. You're a good good mama. And mama says, deeply thank you, but deep in her heart, her person, what about me? When, when, when this whole day is over, what about me? When, when all of these things and, and the children, they're supposed to grow up and be grateful and and then sometimes I oh I forgot to call this Mother's Day. Oh mama, I'm so sorry. I mean, the boy boy, I raised you, fed you, and everything else. And now you're talking about you forgot? Okay. Mama, the first thing I listened to and the first thing I remember I'm an observer and a record keeper. And the first thing I observed about my children, and I told them, I'm watching you how you treat your mother. You're treating my heart. And when you treat my heart, be careful. When you look at these women, look beyond what they can do. Look beyond the hats. Look at the hearts. But this is more than Elijah. Let me talk about it. Elijah, the bite Oh, the man is bad. It's more than Elijah. It's mama. Thinking it through. Our approach to the text will, uh, will place a tremendous emphasis on a mother under tremendous stress. So as we talk about that, consider this. In uh, developing the whole picture, we will approach this a chapter from the last uh, verse. <clears throat> For our observation this morning, let us take three snapshots. One. The profiles, two, the plan, and, and three, the provision. Let's move first with the profile. It goes behind the scene. We go behind the scene, and we'll find that it's with uh, Elijah the Tisbite. And Elijah, the Tisbite of the sojourners of Gilead, said to Ahab, As Jehovah, the God of Israel, lives, behold, whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except according to my word. Elijah, means God, Eli, God, he is, Jehovah is my God. Elijah, meaning Jehovah is my God. Tisbite means the fact that that um, stranger. Notice it says, bite of, he says, I'm a, I say, is my God, I'm a stranger of, and I just let, I'm just standing before you, King, to let you know that it's not going to rain. Not until I say so. And who are you? I'm standing in the place of my God. The, the man is bad. And the words Jehovah came to me, him and said, Arise, go to Serafath, which belongs to uh, Sidon, and live there. Behold, I have uh, commanded a widow to keep you there. That's all the information he gave him. That's your naked Simon. And so here's a man with a mission. He already told the king, it's not going to rain before I say so. So the Lord said, Okay, now now you now in between, I'm not going to go into all the verses. What happened was he kept me at a book and the book where he was being fed and everything else, but the book dried out. And the Lord said, Okay, now what I want you to do, I want you to go to this widow and uh, and she'll feed you. And so the God of Israel dealing with a disobedient king and his people, Israel, the prophet Elijah the Tisbite means stranger who was God's spokesman. The widow and the mother of the one child facing starvation with no, one, no hope in sight, preparing to die. The plan. And he arose and went to uh, Seraphat and uh, came into the entrance of the city. And behold, the widow was gathering sticks. And she called, he called to her and said, please, bring me a little water in a vessel so that I may drink. Now, that's polite, isn't it? Okay, I mean, okay. So here's, here's a mother. No, I understand what it says now. What type of woman she was? She was a what? Widow. She has a son. And um, she was gathering sticks. Get this now. And as she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, and please, yes, and please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. Now, our preacher shows up. She's gathering sticks because this is her last, she he shows up on her last day. And she said, As Jehovah your God lives, I do not have a cake. Only a handful of meal in a pitcher and a little oil in a jar. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks so that I may go in and dress it for me and and my son so that we may eat it and die. You know, she has a lot of strikes going against her. Her husband died. I don't know whether, it, it doesn't say whether he was in a war or whatever the case may be. Her husband died. Now she has to take care of her son. It's hard, you know. It's not mother taking care of daughters. She has to take care of a son, and this son will be uh, the progenitor of, of generations. And so, a son. But now she's faced with a famine, and here comes the preacher saying, "May I have some water, please?" Oh, sure, i get some. And, and why you wait? Would you make me some bread? and cook it up for me and, and feed me? After all, the Lord says he'll feed you, you know. So Elijah said, you know, will you feed me? Two individuals coming together. You need to keep this picture in mind closely. Closely keep these, this picture in mind. Because at a point of where you're strong, a person is weak. But their weakness, you're going to shift, uh, shift um, places later on. So what happens is this. He's in a a position of strength. She doesn't know it. It's her last day. And so you have a hungry prophet and a helpless mother. What would you do? I can imagine a sister saying, what? I don't know you like that. You know, I'm getting ready to fix the last, I'm getting sticks for myself, getting the meal for my, my child, getting ready to die. And here you are, you ask for water, I'll get you some water, and then you want the bread in my hand? Do you know what I'm going through? Do you know the frustration that I'm under? I don't have a husband. I'm on the verge of death. I'm we're making this last piece of bread, my womanly duty, and then I'm gonna go out, and it seems like nobody cares about me. Nobody cares about me. That's amazing. Question. What do you say to, what would you say or do with these words? Happy Mother's Day, when it falls on deaf ears due to the immediate crisis of the recipient. How do you say Happy Mother's Day to a woman like that? Do you think she'll hear it? Do you think it means anything at that point? What's the most important thing for her at that point? Forget the Mother's Day. What about me? What about what I'm going through? She was already being bereaved of her husband. The family in the land is no respect to a person, and it seemed like there was no one to help her. She was faced with uh, limited uh, options, and her decision was to, to die gracefully. Then a prophet shows up and politely asks for water and her last little meal, which was for she and her son. She gave her, he gave her a plan and a promise, and it was her responsibility to believe it and act on it. Let's go to it then. Let's read together. There is no accidental crisis in God's universe. Whenever there's a crisis... God has already established a plan of, of action. There is never an accidental crisis, you hear me, in your life. Be of good courage. Whether you are whether you, um, married uh, or not married. I'm speaking to every one of you. There is nev- you're going to run into crisis. It is never. It is never an accident. The things that I ran through this this week, I keep saying to myself, "This is not an accident." The thing that w- was testing me is, "Do you trust me for the answers?" And I'm saying, "Yes." I last night when I when I went to. to set up things here at the church and went home found out that, that the heater wasn't working then last night but it was a little bit too late and the Lord, the Lord laid on my heart just get your rest and I showed up matter of fact I almost overslept <laughs> where you go down on this Sunday because you see and I here's what I keep saying it's not mine Lord it's yours Whenever, here's the victory, here's, here's where you're going to see the way out. I don't care how dark it gets. There is no crisis in God's universe. No, 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 no. That he has, all, has not already established a plan of action. The provision. So, so here's the Provision. And it happened after these things, the son of uh, the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick. And his sickness was so severe that there was no bread left him. Oh, wait a minute. Say, well, Donald, what, what happened here? Well, you see, we, we know the story. He told her to get the jar and get the oil and, and, and made the bread. And guess what? It, it lasts for the whole time. If you want me to read the verse, that will take time, but I'm just saying that's how it turned out. So they were on Hallelujah Boulevard. And the preacher stayed around a little bit. While being there, she was hit with another crisis. Her son got sick. And her son died. And now... What, what does she? What does she do in this area? Since there was no breath in him, no breath. And she said to Elijah, "What do I have to do with you, old man of God? Have you come to me to call my sins to remembrance, to kill my son? Did you come here to make fun of me? That's a str- mama has issues." I'm a widow. I was going to die of a famine. Now I have bread and water. And then my son dies. What am I going to do with this? Who do I turn to? Who will she turn to? She's frustrated. And he said to her, give your give me your son and he took him out of her bosom and carried him up to a loft where he stayed and laid on his his own bed and in that intense moment there were three major things that took place the mother's pain and panic the prophet's prayer and petition and the Lord's mercy and provision first Elijah wasn't expecting this. The mother was out of sin. Listen, mothers, there are times when you will not, listen, ladies, you will not have an answer. Hear what the prophet says. Give it to me. Give it to me. Why? I stand. I'm a representative of God. Give it to me. Not only did he say, he says, he went and he took the child. Come on, give it to me. Come on, give it to me. He didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> he said, just, just give it to me. You don't have to handle this. That's why scripture says, casting all your cares upon what? Him. Because he what? Yeah. In the Old Testament, Elijah said it. In the New Testament, the Lord says, Cast, you give it to me. I'm the God who handles things. I know how to handle it. You give it to me. Some of you are struggling because you didn't put it all on the altar. The the, the song says, is your all on the altar? All of your struggles and your frustrations. and when you come to your wit's end, the Lord says, listen, calm down, just give it to me don't hold on to the leg just give it to me I got it I got this in your life give it to me and she had a responsibility to hear and to obey what he said at that moment many times we we're going through some things because we didn't we understand what we're supposed to do we didn't obey there's a song that says trust and obey there is no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey and let me ask you a question through the course of this week how many times God told you to do something and you didn't have the strength enough to just trust him trust him it looks difficult it's supposed to be difficult it's a crisis you know the uniqueness of a crisis whenever you're hit with a crisis starting over here whenever you're hit with a crisis you'll never be the same after you come out of it Amen. you look at any crisis in our in our world it never turns out to be the same it's always different the question is what does that different look like it looks better when it's in the hand of the mighty God. Give it to me. Elijah prayed. And he laid on top of that boy. And he, he prayed and he said, Lord, why? He said, I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a crisis situation right now. I, I told her to give it to me. And I'm laying on top of him. And goes, Lord, I'm looking to you. You, you got to raise this son. Please, Lord. Please raise him up. Raise him up. And while saying a word, God sent the breath back to the sun. Why? The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. He prayed and he stopped the rain. This time he prayed, and the life came back to the child. Oh, God, it's good. All you have to do is, like Elijah said, just give it to me. You have a child that you're worried about? Give it to me. I have, there's some times I had to c- cry deeply. As a father, I cry concerning some of my children. Yeah. Who did a pastor go to? I see what they're doing, and I know it breaks God's heart. And and they, no, they're, they're grown. <laughs> they're grown and on their own. But like the prodigal son's father, I had to sit on that road and wait. And the Lord says... Don't worry, Donald. Give them to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And as and as as you give it, if you as you give it to the Lord, He's the only one that can breathe real life back into the child, back into the situation. And you know, uh, the Lord's mercy and provision comes only after you obey what he says. And I think that's so important. That's so important. So, um, see if I can get this clicking again. I just clicked that off. But I'm basically at the end of it. That's why I always have my notes, just in case. But as I um, see this, there's, we t- we talk about this one last thing. God is uh, in control of all that has and will ever happen to us. Little did a widow mother realize that her last day in the middle of a crisis would eventually reveal a sovereign, compassionate, and merciful God by the miracle of a hungry preacher asking for her last meal yeah. that was to be prepared for, for she and her son little did little, uh, Elijah know that he would soon be dis- in despair for of his life yes. I close on this note little did Elijah know that after he no, no doubt Rolled into the sunset. You're a great prophet. There's a drought and all these other things. Little did he know, you keep reading Kings, that you'll find the same prophet in a cave. Saying, I'm the only one alive. Lord, take my life. Oh, this is, Oh, this is the guy that helped the widow. But it flipped on them. You just keep on reading. All of a sudden, flip. You see, a lot of times in your strength, you'll be a blessing to others. But don't get proud because sooner or later, it's going to flip on you. Mama had issues, but God is an issue solver. There are no problems with God. Only opportunities. And maybe there are some things that you have not turned it completely over to the Lord. And if you're that person say, Lord, he said, he told you to give it to me and you didn't give it to him. And he's still struggling. If you're, if you're that person, maybe you want to stand and say, that's missed me. It might be. Mother or man, whatever your struggle, whatever whatever it is that you haven't quite turned over. Oh, you know what it is. It might be a stronghold that uh, whatever it is that you haven't quite turned over. And the Lord says, give it to me. When you don't give it to him, that's disobedience. And when you don't give it to him on that on that level, then that's when um, the Lord says, okay, then, um, as the child would say, you have to suffer the consequences. It's in your hands. Let's bow. Father, thank you for the saints, and thank you for our time together. We pray that as we look at all the things that happened, really it was not about it. Elijah, he was on an instrument in your hands. You used him to talk to, to deal with Ahab. You used him, Lord, to, to be of assistance to the widow who was on the verge of losing everything, even her life. And then, Lord, you turned around and then you had to take him back to training. Because there's issues in his life that need to be straightened out. Thank you for your word and what it has to say to us. Thank you for the saints who are listening and and those who have not quite given it all over to you and they're still struggling with them. Help them to just turn it over. That's where peace is, just by turning it over. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you for what you're going to do. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen.